Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at ercadvisors.com slash podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Frank LaRosa and Dale Dempsey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. This is Frank LaRosa, CEO of Elite Consulting Partners, and my right-hand bro, Dale Dempsey. Man of the hour. Man of the hour. COO. We changed my title. Expert of everything. The list will keep getting longer and longer. But anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for checking in. Hopefully, uh, this content today is uh, relevant to you. Even if it's not directly relevant to you personally, it's educational in nature, and uh, you know, it's uh, um, we're all about learning and uh, constantly sort of expanding our mind and what's going on in the industry. I wanted to talk to you today about something that is all over the internet right now, and everybody's talking about it. LPL just announced uh, that they're going to sort of delve into this W-2 world, which is interesting. And uh, people are, we've gotten a couple calls from from folks wanting to know, is, it, is this revolutionary or is this some, you know, revolutionary change? Are they the, are they at the front of the curve? And really my response to them was, uh, well, they're just going, it's Wayne Gretzky says, they're just going to where the puck is going. This whole supported independence thing is uh, becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And I do think for a lot of reasons. There are some firms that have already been doing this, and Wells Fargo has a model out. They have actually a couple of models out. They have the uh, the sort of the finite model, which is independence. Candidly, what we what we call sort of independence on training wheels, because they're still fairly tied to the sort of the retail PCG model, policies, compliance, things like that, right? But they also have this profit formula model, which is like being independent, but not really because you're still tied to the retail office. So your payouts are higher than if you were a retail advisor, but lower if you are running your own independent practice. Raymond James has something uh, very similar. As a matter of fact, they have sort of the retail side. They have this, it's called an independent employee model where you're on the W-2 side, but you have your own branch. You have your own office. Uh, You don't have a manager telling you, you know, hey, I need you to move your space and you need to share your assistant with this new recruit I just hired because he does more production than you or whatever the situation is. But it's it's, right, it's sort of, you don't want to go fully independent and run your own business, but you've outgrown the W-2 space, you know, the, the sort of like entry level trainee space. And you're, and you're ready to do a little bit more, uh, but don't have any desire capacity to, to actually run a business and, and everything that that encompasses. Right. right. I, I think that the people that need to be most concerned about this are the wirehouse firms. Throw a dart. Doesn't matter which firm. For most advisors nowadays, they're all more or less the same. You know, they can argue that they're a little bit different and, and they all have their differences. But for the most part, they're all about the same. Um, over the years, we have seen the impact of, of a branch manager deteriorate and because of that, you know, the guys in the office are thinking, well, what am I, you know, when I was a, when I was a complex manager and a branch manager, we used to talk about, well, what are you getting for your 60 cents? Advisor gets a 40% payout. So the firm's getting 60 cents. What am I getting for my 60 cents? That's becoming more and more challenging than ever before. And so there are a lot of advisors that are in the retail space. We don't need to call out any particular 
firms, but just in the retail space that are that see the value in going independent, understand that like 10 years ago or even five years ago, the technology has gotten significantly better in the independent space, technology, services. So your clients are not going to be wanting for anything. Your practice, your business is not going to be wanting for anything. But as Dale's saying, you know, you don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. You're running a real business. If you're in a wirehouse environment, you are running a practice. You know, you have your business within your four walls, but you have a branch manager that's taking care of issues. You have compliance people. You're probably not paying for your sales assistants. If your sales assistant is uh, not doing a good job for you, you know, you walk down the hall, you tell your manager you don't want her anymore or him anymore. And, you know, lo and behold, three, a couple of weeks later, you have a new sales assistant. Those are things that you don't have to worry about. But when you go independent, you're now doing that. And there are a lot of advisors, there's nothing wrong with it, that just don't want to handle those things. They just want to talk to clients, as I call it, shake hands, kiss babies, run money. There's, there's sort of different iterations of this model also. My first exposure to it was Stewart Partners, Raymond James, and I didn't really get it at first. I didn't quite understand what they were trying to do. But it is, it is interesting. I, I, and when it all clicked, you're getting a higher payout and it's probably more service than you were getting before. But then the, the iterations of that have now become where, and I don't know about LPL specifically, but my guess is if there are anything like some of the other independent firms that have been doing this as well, you can have everything from sort of like the, what Steward Partners has to offer, which is you just meet clients and, and work with clients to all right, well, I want to I want to manage some things. Maybe I want to manage payroll, or but it becomes a la carte to where you as the advisor decide how to affiliate. And people talk about the W-2 model's evolution and the sort of like profit formula hybrid. What They talk about that, but there's really a big gray space in there from, all right, I own my own business to I'm a captive employee at a, at a W-2 space because there's so many... There's so many different ways that you can do this. Yeah, plug thing. and play. You can be a plug and play where you, uh, you know, you just want to drop into somebody's office where they already have everything run up, and here's your office. And so we're going to take a haircut off your comp, uh, but you're not going to have to worry about the lights and all those things. I think where, you know, where LPL is going with this thing is in this W two model, and this is an issue that I, I, th- I feel a lot of advisors probably because they don't really understand, but. Don't go independent as soon as you bring up healthcare. Oh my God, I, I need healthcare. I, I you know, my, my company gets it. I think you'd be surprised at how manageable and inexpensive it gets to be relative to what your total gross revenue and, and net is. So when we when we talk about when Dell and I talk about independence, right? We talk about it's all about the net. Uh, you have to change your mindset when you're going from a retail environment to independence, to running a real business, to being an entrepreneur. It's all about the net. We'll have another podcast about all about the net and don't get enamored by the 95% payout because there's sort of smoke and mirrors in there sometimes with different firms. But you have to, you know, you have to understand what it is you're trying to achieve when, you, when you're doing that. And I think what, what LPL announced by sort of opening up this W-2 thing is really just giving advisors another option. So, in, and I think in the independent world, a lot of advisors well, I should say in the W-2 model, a lot of advisors are not familiar with all the independent names out there. 
And more importantly to them, they think that their clients are not familiar with all these independent names of broker-dealers when really at the end of the day, it comes down to the custody clearing, right? Where's the money? Where's my money? It's that Pershing, it's that Fidelity, it's that TD, it's that Schwab, whatever. Where LPL, uh, where I give them credit, is that it's probably of all of the independent firms, you know, if you were to take a poll of uh, sort of your average investor, they've probably heard of LPL more so than any other firm. So to be able to have a W-2 model at LPL, look, I think it's a great move on their part. I don't think it's revolutionary uh, in terms of you know them coming out and creating a new niche market. I think that there are a lot of, like your Dale's talking about, steward partners. But I think even within within Raymond James, within Cetera Financial Group, within L, even within LPL, there are already large, what we call OSJs, right? Office of Supervisory Jurisdiction or producer groups that are already doing this. Creative folks at, at the leadership levels have already figured out that uh, there's this big gap between, I mean, they're just listening to advisors. There's this big gap between I want to run my own business and, and I want to stay where I'm at, but I don't really like where I'm at. So how do I figure that out? And a lot of them offer health insurance to, to draw back on what you were saying. But a lot, of, a lot of people have started to figure out how to build out group plans so you can get right into that. Yeah, these PEO plans. Yeah. So the question is, so so once you once that's figured out, I think this goes back way back to what you initially started with. Once you figure that out, you start to look at a lot of these bigger firms and say, okay, do they evolve? Um, now that it's almost like the new forefront model that might emerge, it, it could very well get extremely popular, like going independent, like joining an RIA has. Right, and right. You start that's- to wonder- yeah, I think the more more thing I would say this. I think the more things change, the more they say the same. Advisors are always going to want to see that there's value in in being part of a particular firm. And again, the message here is really to the wirehouse firms and some of the region you know regionals. Pay attention to what's going on right in front of you, because uh, before you know it, your advisor uh, headcount is going to drop, and you're not going to know why. And a lot of these folks are are going independent or what we, what we really call supported independence, right? That's re- really what it's called, is supported independence. Whether it's 1099 or W-2, it's supported independence. And I think that advisors at wirehouse firms are reading the press. They're seeing major big teams almost daily go to these new firms they're going to the steward partners rockefeller's role you know has come come out on it in a big way first republic is doing stuff all of these firms are just they're figuring it out while the senior leadership at at the major wires are still trying to do it the old way they're still building antiquated technology because they don't want to go out and just hire uh, firms that only specialize in a specific area of technology they think they can do it their way and look, to a lot of advisors up until this point, it's worked because they're taking advantage of the fact that a lot of advisors don't want to do the heavy lifting, right? They don't want to worry about the printer breaking. They don't want to worry about, well, do I have to hire a cleaning supply person for my office? Who I always laugh. I ask an advisor when they tell me they want to go independent. 
and I start to talk to them about, all right, tell me what you know about independence. And so who's going to take care of whether or not you have enough toilet paper in the office and, and paper towels and who's going to clean the bathroom? And Most of them never think about that. They never think about it. And they sort of laugh about it too. Right. But it's a real deal. Like you need to understand those things. And yeah. It's so, some of them don't even, it doesn't even latch on right. immediately. Right. Oh, wait, I actually, I, I do have to pay the electricity bill and well, wait, the toilet just broke. And, and a lot of it is actually easier than you think. Sure. Especially once you know how to do it. But the fact is that senior leadership at, I'll just, we're just going to look, we're going to pick on wirehouse firms for the most part, right? But just because I think that's where the bulk of them are coming from. Uh, rarely do you see uh, a breakaway coming out of a, re- of a regional firm. But I think they're taking advantage of those of you out there that just don't want to run the office. And the supported independence is where the industry is going, where I think the puck is going. And if you are an advisor at a wirehouse firm or a captive firm, a W-2 firm, period, and you want to go independent, but you don't think there's a way to do that, there's no solution because you don't want to go rent the space, hire the people, pay for all the technology, all of those things, there are solutions out there. LPL just announced that you know they're one of them, but there's a lot of them out there. Uh, so I would just say sort of in closing here, don't think that you don't have a solution to the problem if you're if you're in an office, in a retail office and you're getting a 37, 38% payout, maybe 40% payout after ticket charges and discount fees and all that garbage. And you you never see your manager and all he or she is doing is going out and trying to recruit and bring in the new person and you're now sharing a sales assistant with five other advisors, and um, it's gotten ridiculous. And uh, you're just frustrated. You know, take care of yourself. That frustration will hurt your business in the long run because it's going to make you not want to go out and prospect. It's going to make you not want to do more business because it's only helping the branch manager or whatever. Uh, there are solutions. This this supported independence is where the puck is going for a lot of advisors. And just wanted to talk about it today. Dale, thanks, thanks for your input. Wanted to talk about this today because it has come up uh, a bunch lately. Again, thank you for uh, listening. We're going to continue these podcasts. If you have questions, you have comments, you have content you want to want us to talk about, feel free to check out the website, ercadvisors.com. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, send us an email. Thanks again, and uh, look forward to our next conversation. You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to ercadvisors.com.